Welcome to Vina and the King of Nothing, a 211 show on the Dicology Podcast. I'm Matt J, and I'm running Burning Wheel for my lady friend, Matt L. She's playing a four-life path elf ranger on the run from the Queen Regent, her cousin, for having failed to kill the young elven prince. This is session one, Ghosts and Tingu and Owlbear's Oh My. So sit back, relax, join us for date night, and a little dog love. Vina and the King of Nothing. Whatever they say, hey, here's a coffee. Where am I? Whatever, man. I got a list. It's cool. You don't. I don't need. You're like, no thanks. Yeah, I don't, I don't need, need suggestions. Yes, I got this. Mm. Yeah, so we'll use these green dice, these regular dice first, um, and then I'll introduce you to the black dice and what they mean. Um, they're a shortcut, but uh, it cheats you out of how things work the way they work. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So. Uh, I'm a, I think I've already took some pictures. So, for you at home, I've got my Burning Wheel laminated cheat sheets. Uh, I got quite the setup here because I'm excited to play in person. Uh, I got my dry erase cards. We've got a big old sheet of paper with some watercolor pencils out here. We're doing it big, like Drake. <laughs> How long ago did the Queen say, kill a prince? And you took off. How long ago was that? Oh, that's a good question. Well, it depends. How old was the prince when I first initially left? Was he, like, new, freshly out of the womb, or, like... Uh, I don't know. You you tell me, right? See, that's a hard one. So my thought is, when you were laying this out for me, my thought is, if I'm the queen, and I just got finished murdering the king, uh, I'm probably murdering the prince days after that or before that. Yeah. Right? I think these are days apart, not yeah. weeks apart, right? Well, I think I think that potentially the the queen and the king had been together for a while. Okay. Um, which meant they had been married for a while. Okay. And maybe at first I hadn't really given it too much thought right. um, because I was like, okay, well, I'll have my little secrets then. Right. Um and so I think maybe it was that she was so angry. That's why she wanted to retaliate against the prince. So I don't think he was just this newborn baby that she had had so much love for after giving birth I, or, or so much hatred. Right. Um, you know, I think that she had maybe had the kid for like a few years and maybe was a great mom. 
Um, and then, and then found out everything between me and the, and the King and got angry right. and decided that she was, she didn't want to live on with any type of part of the, the King. Right. So I think he probably was like four. Right. So like a baby. <laughs> so like a baby. Still okay. like, still like pretty young. Okay. All right. Um, just kind of starting out and everything, okay. um, his own little journey. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he was pretty young. All right. I'd say that's another thing is it infuriated how much how much the the king was such a good dad. So yeah, I'd say he's pretty young. Okay. Um, even now, pretty even, young. Yeah, I'd say I'd say now he's like just starting to learn things. So he maybe we've been maybe been on the run only like you said a few weeks. Okay. Cool. 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 Because that actually puts in some perspective on how the journey's going to go because right. traveling with a young end is mm-hmm. going to be hard. Now, you also said that you weren't by yourself. You had some other elves yes. with you. Are these... Tell me about these elves. Are they... Uh, did the queen send these folks with you? So, obviously, I was given the task to off the prince first. Right. But just in case my loyalties were not where she... or. Actually, where she believed they were. Right. Um, she sent people after me, just in case, just to kind of lurk back. Uh, but they were people I had also grown up with, and she really hadn't. Maybe she was, you know, she was probably off in her land. I don't know. Right. right um, so right. when she came, they had more loyalty ties to me mm-hmm. than they did to her. So when they were like, go after her. Make sure that, you know, she gets this job done. And if she doesn't kill her and then kill the baby or right. kill the prince, um, I think I think because I had so many loyalty ties with them, they, they sided with me and decided to leave with me entirely because they didn't like what was becoming of the kingdom. Gotcha. Nice. Even with it only being a few days old. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. I like that. Cool. That works. That's good. So I think then... <clears throat> Uh, maybe the plan is to get out. Uh, in my head, I was thinking earlier, we've got uh, maybe back over here somewhere is the great big old ancient forest where the Elven Kingdom is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then out here, this is all the borderlands, right? Yeah, and I think at, at one point when we first initially talked, and I don't know if this will even fall into our storyline very well, mm-hmm. Um, I think we said something about um, like humans kind of impeding yes, on, on yes, the land yes. of you know where everything's going on already with right. the with the king and the queen. Right. So I feel like uh, you're traveling to get as far away from the central daily hustle and bustle of elven life. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we're on the fringe between the borderlands where it's not elven territory, right, and the uh, elven lands, right. Mm-hmm. Where I've marked here in the green, maybe you're headed to that border, right? Uh, thinking that the elves won't follow you that far, yeah, right? And you guys can hide this cottage that you know out there, a manor out there, where mm-hmm. at least you can ride out the winter, because uh, the winters are harsh, right? Yep, uh, baby could die out here, right? And you're trying to keep it alive, right? Mm-hmm. How how many people you think are with you? I'm going to say seven. Seven? Yeah. Because that's a lucky number. That's a good number. Yeah, no, that's a good number. I yeah. like it. And then I, with me making eight, eight's a good number, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the baby makes nine. And the baby makes, makes nine. <laughs> so, no, that works. So I think um, 
you can tell you're on the edges, the fringes of this of this elven forest, this ancient elven forest. It's old. Um, the trees are denser. Um, everyone's on foot, right? You'd never ride a, a, a horse or a steed through here. Um, I think you have you folks have traveling camping gear or whatever. And uh, I think you can see, I think it's early, early, early morning, right? The sun is just uh, breaking through, rising up. I think the first snowfall is kind of happening. It's light. Uh, it's cold, uh, but it may not be super below freezing, right? Um, I think maybe you're up and you're starting the, the campfire, right? Uh, you guys are going to do breakfast, whatever, right? Um, everyone else is still kind of intense, uh, sleeping, uh, different stages of getting up and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, you're you're getting maybe since there's eight of you, maybe you're getting the fire started. It's lit. Uh, you're adding and feeding it, making it bigger and that kind of thing, right? Uh, and there's a voice, and it's the king's voice. Uh, it's the, the ghost king's voice, and he's like, "You're running out of time." You guys have to move faster if you're going to make it. You're running out of time, right? And I think if we're at home watching the show, we can see like this ghostly image of the king, right? Kind of standing maybe a foot or two away from you, maybe off to the side and behind mm-hmm. where you're building the fire. And you're not phased, right? Because uh, I'm assuming you guys have these kinds of conversations like this, right? And so you know. I think that actually, because it's only been days... That that might have been my first conversation. Oh, really? Okay. No, so let's do that. I'm good with that. I like that. Uh, so, yes. I was a little startled right? and kind of taken back. Not right. really sure where it came from at the beginning. All right. So, yeah. So, let's rewind. Let's play it that way. Then. Okay. So, I think uh, Vina is making the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a voice. Uh, disembodied. Uh, kind of hollow. Um, I think you hear it. Uh, but I think you feel it as much as you hear it, right? Uh, and it says, uh, uh, and it's a familiar voice, right? And it says, you're running out of time. You're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I think I first look around to see what's going on. Right. Um, and uh, I kind of maybe see a bit of a glare, but the glare isn't isn't stagnant. Mm-hmm. It just, it is starting to move. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it takes me a little bit away from the group. Okay. Um, to kind of reintroduce and have like this moment between me and, uh, the ghost King and his afterlife, like the very first moment. Right. Uh, but I think he wanted to do that in a way that was a little bit more special for both of us because it was going, he was going to basically be my spirit guide. Right. Right. No, I like it. Uh, what's he look like? This ghost King. So, it's a good question. <laughs> I so I gotta say, uh, and it's Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. This is the first time that they've ever played like this to this level uh, in the in the two weeks she's been here, right? Mm-hmm. And it's fitting that it's because you know we're trying to do a podcast and they're they're acting up right now. Uh huh. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so what do you see? What does the king look like? Now. Now? Yes. In his ghost form. I would say that he's still apprehensive about even showing himself to me. Maybe he's been tagging, Mm -hmm. like, along behind Mm -hmm. for a while. 
um, or ever since I've decided because maybe he didn't know that if anything was to go awry, I would have taken the kid. Right. Like, um, so I think he's been kind of hanging back. I don't think at this moment he's really even shown his true, true form because he's maybe a little bit worried about what I'm going to think. Okay. Uh, so I think that at this moment it's just like a more inclination and like, uh, warm voice, warm, okay. warm presence. Yeah. Um, that I know who, it is, but at that point, I'm thinking I'm maybe crazy. Uh, just, just, I don't think he's he's shown me his appearance yet. I haven't right, seen right. anything. No, that's fair. In that's my, fair. In my heart, yeah. I. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. That's fair. Uh, so maybe the area he's in is a little warmer than heavy temperature. Mm-hmm. You say anything back? Do you? How do you respond? Um. Well, I. I maybe question um, if it's not some dark energy kind of mm-hmm. messing with me because it knows that I am having that grief. Uh, so I think that my response is like trickery. Like I, I think it's it's a big trick. Nice. So I'm I'm asking questions then more than I probably should. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but I also don't think that he's really aware of the state that he's in either. I think that maybe he thinks that he can't talk and maybe that's why he said what he initially said, like, you're wasting time. Right. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, hello, who is that? Right. Who is that? Like, and then, and then kind of follow him off. Right. So. Um, now we'll go with this. We'll go with this. Cause I got some questions here. Okay. Um, I think he says, uh, next he says, do you even know where you're going? Do you know what's out there? Yeah. And then, sorry, you're waiting for my response to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I would say, remember that time when we were kids and we ventured out a little bit too far and we got in so much trouble with our parents, but we came across something that we found to be a true treasure that I had known and, and remembered since I since that time. Um, and I tell him that's where I'm going to take your son because I know it's safe. Uh, I think he says, oh, yeah, that mill, that manor mill. Mm-hmm. That's a good spot. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's a good spot. But you have to move fast. Do we name the queen? Uh-oh, we haven't yet. Let's name her. Uh let me see what I got. Uh, I have Yavana. Havana. Yeah, Havana. Havana, yeah. All right. That's fine. Let's go with that. He says, uh, Havana already knows you've betrayed her. She was in Grey Mantles, these arrangers. Mm-hmm. After you, they will move swift. You've got to move. You're wasting time. You're not going to make it. I think I would next ask what, how they're traveling, whether they're traveling on the ground or they're traveling like through trees. Mm-hmm. He says by foot, but they're not caring for a child. Maybe since there's eight of us, we... We decide. Isn't there some sort of invisibility uh, song? 
the freeing of chameleon. I think it helps hide you. We can check out what it does. Exactly. And I know, and it, I know uh -huh. it doesn't go. It like doesn't help with. Um... Oh, you know what? I know what we're. I know what we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. So I think to keep our trail kind of hidden. I'm going to give one of the people or a group of people. We have eight. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to split up. Right. Five and four because, you know, we have the baby too. So the baby has to go with one group, obviously. Right. Um, and I think that I'm going to give them. We're going to switch clothes. Okay. And I think that one group is going to be going the opposite direction to a different safe haven. And the other group's going to continue forward. All right. Um, and then we have a plan to meet back up if everything goes smoothly. Uh, kind of close, a, a good spot kind of in between the, the two. That maybe not everyone's going to meet at, but we'll have people that send, we'll send somebody to meet each other to kind of update. Right. Where everything's going. I like it. Oh my God, they got Legolas in here as a name. Legolas. Yes. Uh, I think Garrett leads the second group of elves. Okay. Uh, Garrett doesn't like the plan, but he doesn't have a better one. Yeah. And uh, so he reluctantly is is going along with this plan. Um, by this time, some of the other elves are up and moving around. Uh, I think there's some breakfast happening. You're laying out how we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. um, you split the, the group in the two. Um, you make the swap of clothes. Uh, there might be a test. I'll worry about that when we get there. Um, and they do what you ask, right? So uh, your group now is, do you have the larger group or the smaller group? We have the larger group. Right. right so. When was the last time you've been out this way? Do you know? How often? Was it the last time when you I, and the king were kids? No, I, I think that for a while it might have been something that we pushed back. On, um, mm -hmm. And then when the king and I kind of stepped back up into a more romantic role, mm -hmm. I, I think we decided that that's somewhere we would go to get away from right. everyone and all our responsibilities. So I think that was something that we might have visited quite a good amount, like at least annually or mm -hmm. if not twice, twice a year. When was the last time you were out there? I'm going to say... Because he's been married and there's a kid here now. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to say probably a couple months, like right before, because we, when we rekindled and everything mm -hmm. um, for the last time at that place, uh, it was it was just a few months before his kid's fourth birthday. Wow. OK. All right. So All right. so we so it had been kind of fresh. All right. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Which is why I thought of it. Right. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, that works. So I think. There's a river, and I'm trying to figure out how this river moves through the borderlands mm -hmm. and the elven territory. Or maybe it's not like that. Maybe it doesn't even come in here. Uh, so maybe the river kind of moves like this, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a wide river, right? And there's a bridge that takes you across the river. I love these watercolor pencils, mm -hmm. right? Uh, somewhere there's a bridge, right? Uh, that takes you across the river, mm -hmm. right? And then once you're there across the bridge, right, uh, I think the mill is on this side, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just going to draw a little house here like this. 
right? But I think it's close to the river that you can walk out of the mill and down to the river. Okay, right? yeah. Like that. So I think it's right on there. And I think this area is kind of hilly, rough terrain. So I think this might be built into a hill or on top or close to a hill like mm -hmm. that, right? And all that terrain kind of becomes like that. But the greater area is also forest. It's just that the elven forest is older, mm -hmm. right? There are humans kind of resourcing, logging in parts of the borderland area, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you know you've got to get from wherever you are here to that bridge, across the bridge, and then you're once you see the bridge, right, you know where you are from there, right? Mm -hmm. um, as your crew is breaking up into to two groups, um, you know the past couple of nights, uh, it feels like uh, not elves, uh, not other elves, but something else has been kind of trailing and following you, this group, through the woods on your travels this way. And you have that feeling again this morning mm -hmm. that you're being watched. Your group is being watched. Um, but this has been happening uh, since you've entered this, this, this wilder uh, part of the Elven Forest just before you get to the borderlands. Uh, I think when you and the king have come out this way... Um, you haven't noticed this before, so this is kind of new, mm -hmm. right? But you definitely feel like you're being watched. What do you okay. want to do? What do you do? So I think when I feel that, I decide that we're all going to do a invisibility song, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is what it called? Uh, the oh. Three of Chameleon, it makes you, uh, it helps hide you. This quiet song escapes the lips as barely a whisper. While it is sung, the ranger is cloaked in shadow and shifting light invisible to the eyes of his foes. The Thrine of the Chameleon adds advantage dice to the stealthy skill. In addition, so long as the player gets one success, his character cannot be seen unless the opposing characters explicitly look for him, either via uh, instinct or trait, or by simply saying, I look around. So yes, you could certainly, you could certainly do that. It makes you harder to see, and your hope is that uh, you guys become hard uh, enough to see that we can get to where we're going right. or at least you headed move, in that yeah, direction. In direction. Yeah. No, I think that works. I think it's perfect. All right, yeah, cool. I think it's perfect. Uh, so what you're going to do is on your sheet, you have a skill called three, three, three of the chameleon. And it has a number next to it. Two. So here's how this is going to work. Um, we're going to make two tests. You can make a stealthy test, right? But we're going to make this one first because the success of this test adds dice to the other test, okay. right? You get to decide how many dice you want to add to the other yeah. test, right? Uh, so if you say, I want to add one dice, then you need at least one success on those two dice. If you say, I want to add two dice, then you need two successes on those dice. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So One. <laughs> one extra dice? Yeah. All right, so uh, four, five, or six, right? All right, so you get to add one die to your stealthy test. Okay. Right? And so now the same thing, you have a stealth skill in there. Three. Right, so you'll pick up three dice. Okay. Plus the one. Okay. Uh, from, from our bonus, right? Yeah. So part of the game culture, uh, especially for Burning Wheel, is to, uh, we call it lobbying for, petitioning for advantage dice. So if there's anything here that you think can offer an advantage to hiding you, we could talk about that, and they could be extra dice. 
For example, earlier on, I said this forest is kind of dense, right? It's old, it's thicker than uh, other parts of the forest, certainly thicker than the borderlands. Mm-hmm. And that could be a hindrance in trying to find you. And yeah. I would say that's worth an extra die. Okay. And I'm not doing that because you're my, my lady friend. <laughs> right? Uh, but that is part of the play culture is to say, hey, how about this? I think I could get an advantage for, right? Um, some people push that too far, but it is part of the game. And uh, in good faith, that works, right? So I would also add that extra die. Okay. Um, then- right, so what we're going to do here is I don't have an obstacle set, but if whatever is watching you decides that they want to continue to watch you, then they have to make a test versus how many successes you get, right? Okay. And I don't know what they're doing next. I'm right. We're we're playing to find out. Mm-hmm. So that's also part of the play cultures. Most of the time, when it comes to a decision, usually there's a test, and we let the dice decide. And I don't pre-plan or pre-play a whole lot of things. I stick with whatever the fiction is that we've laid out, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so, uh, so yeah, uh, let's go ahead and make that roll. All right. So you've got three successes here, right? That means whatever dice they roll, I have to roll at least three, right? I may have to check. I might have to roll four, but I need at least three, right? Now, you will start the game with three fate points. Okay. Uh, points of fate. This is a type of Arthur. What these will let you do is whenever you get a six like that, you can spin one, right? We talked about this earlier. And now... You can open that six up, and that just means you get to roll another die, right? And if it comes up a success, you can add it to that, right? Okay. Uh, but once you spin this one, this one's gone. Yeah. Right? And this is why we have beliefs, because at the end of this session, we'll go through your beliefs, and you could end up with more fate or persona points, which do more than what fate points do. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So do you think you want to spin one? Or you think three is good? I think three is good. All right. Three is like the average obstacle for, for most tests is three successes, right? Yeah. So I'm going to write that down that you've got a three stealthy success. And we might use it and we might not, but we know at this point your troop is singing the three of chameleon and everyone's heading out, moving out, right, in different directions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happens, right? The rest of the morning is pretty easy, right? Moving north toward where you know the bridge is, right? And uh, like I said, there was this first snowfall, but it's not heavy, right? It's just the nice, pretty snow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that has stopped as it gets closer to noon. It's still cool out, right? Because it's, you know, it's the start of winter, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to maybe this foresty area is kind of high ground. And you come down to where the river is, right? Uh, but at the high ground, before you start making your way down to where the bridge should be, right? You can see that the bridge is out. It's destroyed. It's gone, right? But the river's still there. And you need the bridge to cross the river, right? Because the mill is on the other side, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'm going to just put a line through the river. Right? Uh, you said you guys were out here two months ago? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think the bridge was there two months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. But today uh, you can see from this vantage point up here. Right. That that bridge is destroyed. Maybe the, the root or the anchor point is here and there's one on the other side. But the main part of the bridge that spans the river is busted. It's out. It's destroyed. What do you do? What do you want to do? Okay. So mending is that I mean, I can fix things. Woo! Woo! <laughs> 
That would be nice, right? I'm going to fix this bridge. <laughs> I'm going to fix this bridge with mending. I'm afraid mending is smaller scale than that. I'm pretty sure that's mending smaller items, smaller things. But I will check for you just to make sure. Because it's been a while. And then can you remind me, Rhyme of Pathfinder. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's going to help you find your way. Uh, if you're looking for, and I will look that up for you too. Uh but I'm pretty sure that won't fix the bridge, but that may make... No, but it, it could make a, a plan B. Right. It may help you find another way. Yes. Uh, it in Mending is about the knowledge of form and function of everything on the farm. Uh, the skill allows characters to fix and repair or darn or darn just about anything. Uh, fences, socks, household repairs, uh, stuff broken on the road or at work. Uh... Some armor. Uh, I think this bridge, though, is beyond mending, right? But let's look up this path. What is it called? Rhyme of Pathfinder. Rhyme of Pathfinder. I'm learning all the new Elven songs. <laughs> there it is. Rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. Rhyme of the Pathfinder is a skill song that mimics tracking. Yeah, so it's a way to do tracking. That was a good thought, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. That would have been all right. I feel like it might take too long to mm-hmm. like completely chop down logs and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything. Um, you want to try to push your way across the water? No. Way to cross the water? I don't think so. No? I think if we do that, there's a possibility oh, yeah. of somebody getting oh, swept away, yeah, especially yeah. the, the baby. Oh, absolutely. That's the risk, yes. <laughs> um, so I think mm-hmm. we have one person. Mm-hmm. Go across right. with a with a rope. Right. And that person's job is to basically secure that rope. <laughs> secure the rope. Right. To where you can everyone else can hold on to the rope in order to get over safely. Mm-hmm. Um so th- so they wouldn't get swept away. Correct. Um and there would be some sort of um some sort of way to know also how deep everything is. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um so we're all going to try to yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's manage a way yeah. across, right? But you got you've got helpers. You've got uh, three other people, yep. right? Yeah, three other people uh, helping with this task. I think what we really want to know is uh, who has the baby, who's crossing with the baby, and uh, how do you fare when it's your turn to cross? Okay, so I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm going to say that I have the kid. Yes. Um, He's at the pushing boundaries age. Mm -hmm. So in a way I have to make sure that while we're securing the water, he doesn't go (laughs) 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 to go in. I think how I get him over is um, tying something to just him and I. Right. um, And then carrying him. And carrying him. But if something was to happen, there would be some sort of, uh, pull back. Right. <laughs> Way to pull back. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. That makes sense. That that sounds good to me. Um, so let's say the elves get rig up this, uh, the other elves rig up, uh, get across. Mm-hmm. They work it out. They rig up this line. They get it secured on their end. Um, and uh, it's your turn and the prince to make your way across the river. Using this this rope. So, if we're talking about order um, of 
people going over since there's, you know, five of us. Mm -hmm. I would say that there was the person that was going to secure someone in front of us. um, And then there's someone behind us just in case there's anything that needs to be caught. Right. (laughs) Right. Nice. I like it. The first two get across. Mm -hmm. They uh, get the rope secure. Maybe there's more than one rope, right? Maybe uh, uh, they've got uh, redundancy because they know you're worried about getting across with the prince, right? The young prince. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think this is about? Do you think this is about being strong enough to get you and the prince across? Do you think it's more about uh, stamina, having the endurance to get across, uh, cardio, right? What do you you think this is about? I think for for me, it's... it's quickly and efficiently mm-hmm. because there are still people following us. There are still other elves following us gotcha. and whatever this creepy lurking creature <laughs> or creatures are in the back. Right. I, you know, I feel like we're being followed or, or watched. Right. Um, so I have to make sure that, you know, getting over is actually a, a possibility with everyone trailing us. Gotcha. Uh, so you're trying to make this, you're trying to do this quickly. Yes. You're trying to do this fast. Quickly. All right. Uh, so uh, what we have are our, our, we have stats here, right? We've mm-hmm. got will, which is what it sounds like, right? Perception. Uh, power, which is more strength. Uh, fort, which is more about endurance and stamina, right? Agility and speed. Uh, speed is fast. Agility is more dexterity. Uh, I'd probably say speed. Right? I, I'd um, probably say that we're not going for the perfect route. We're right. going for the fastest. Right, for the fastest route. No, so I'm with you. So you're going to pick up five of those dice, right? Okay. I think I'm good with that. I think speed is good. Uh, I think you need... So we know the river is cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know in some parts is deep at this point, right? Um, we know that that current is strong. Yeah. So I think you need three successes out of five dice, which is doable, right? Okay. Uh, but remember, we've got fate points. We can spin those to open up sixes if we need to do that, right? Okay. Oh, look at you. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so I think, yes, uh, you, sometimes when you succeed at the thing, we'll say, uh, you succeeded, you get the thing you want. What does that look like, right? And you get to say how you succeeded, right? So let's do that. You've succeeded. Uh, if we're watching a show at home or whatever, or we're reading a book, what does that describe what that looks like, right? How do you succeed? What does that look like? So we all get over, um, we go through the um, stream or river. Yeah, it's the river, yeah. yeah. So we get, we get past that and um, we can see that the house. We can see the manor, right. the mill. Right. Um, and it's kind of like this weight lifted off that at least one thing is done. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'm going to name this river Crow River. Crow. Okay. The Crow River. And I say that because as your last elf comes out of the river on the rope on the side of the mill house and out of the river, uh, you can look back across the river and you can see in different spots. Uh, poking out of the forest, uh, figures, humanoid figures. Um, they have these uh, weird, colorful, though, masks on. Uh, they look like um, caricatures of faces. Uh, one of them has a long nose like Pinocchio. Another one's got these big arced 
eyebrows on their on their mask, and the masks are very uh, three dimensional, right? But the figures uh, seem off or weird. They seem kind of thin. Um, some of them look like they're sporting wings, right? Uh, some of them have really thin legs that look like they end in talons, right? Uh, there's probably half a dozen of these figures kind of half in, half out of uh, the woods before it breaks, before the riverbank. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find a picture so I can show you. I have a Pinterest. We have a Pinterest for this game. <laughs> um, so you can see uh, what some of these folks look like coming out of the woods because I don't want to name them. Uh, you might already know, uh, but if I show it to you, it's worth a thousand words, <laughs> right? But they have masks. You can tell that they're masks, right? That those can't be real faces, mm-hmm. right? Uh, robed, uh, but again, in a lot of places, it looks like they have feathers, uh, claws, talons, right? Uh, and they're just kind of watching. Uh, you elves on the other side of the river. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I don't know, because that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy! <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like at that point I'd be trying to identify the leader of of the, you know, how many you say? There's 12? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's about six, half a dozen. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, S- yeah. six. Um, I'd say I'd, I'd be looking to see who the leader of that chosen group is. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could identify to kind of maybe, like, make direct eye contact and kind of, like, see what he's about. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe maybe it's, like, it was a test if we could get past. Uh, maybe they're the ones who broke down the, the bridge. And it was, like, if they live, we'll let them go. Right. And if, if one of them falters, like, then we'll attack. Um, so I think, I think I'd be looking for that leader to see... To see uh, which way, which direction they're going, because I don't want to have to fight anybody. I don't, I don't need to right, right. at this moment. Right. Um, so. uh, and it looks like they're not, like I said, it looks like they haven't left. There's a tree line. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's all like, like most rivers, you've got that riverbed, which is kind of a sandy, muddy kind of thing. Right. And there are no trees there. You've got a good, uh, good distance right away. before you hit that tree line and they have not come out the tree line. So then I think that they would, they would think that we successfully made it out of their reach. They don't look like they're coming across. They, yeah, the river. they don't look yeah. like they're about to yeah. like go. Into and no the one's river. stringing up a bow, right? Nobody's right. doing that. Right. They're just standing there, kind of like the six of them. They're just, just kind of standing there, what's up. right, yeah. looking out across, and they see you, right? And they seem okay that you see them, right? Yeah. So, and and with that being said, before I hadn't noticed what was watching us. Mm-hmm. So I think at that moment I'd be kind of relieved that they sh- showed themselves. Were showing themselves to me, mm-hmm. um, just so I knew, you know, what what creepy feeling I was getting. Who was giving it? To right, me. <laughs> right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I think I would just kind of be aware that they're there, but right. maybe not necessarily take any steps to go against them or or talk to them right. or try to interact. <clears throat> uh, I think one of them uh, kind of points downstream. Uh, to your side of the river, right? Mm-hmm. And then a second one uh, kind of has like a cane and kind of uh, not hits them, but uses the cane to make them stop pointing. 
Okay. Right. Like, Hey, you're not supposed to do that. So I think that again, I, um, they were the people or the species that, um, the queen was kind of talking to and saying, okay, Hey, like keep an eye on them, make sure that our team can, can get to them. And I think that the one that was pointing was, was saying, Hey, they're close behind your trail. The ones that are super loyal to the queen. Mm -hmm. They're, they're down there. Right. Um, um, you need to get out of out of sight. Right. So you have a thing called perception? Yeah. Make a perception test. Okay. Six. All right. So you're going to pick up six dice. Okay. Uh, and this is an open test, so I don't have a target number, but the more successes you roll, the more information I will give you. Okay, cool. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so I got half. All right, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, so I think uh, some of the elves you have with you look in that direction. I think you can hear, right? I think you see birds uh, flying from that direction, away from that direction, like birds do when they're spooked. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think you can hear something crashing through the brushland, right? Uh uh, through the wooded area that way, right? I think if you look, you can see not giant trees, but you can see some medium-sized trees getting pushed and bent, right? Not small trees, but trees that may have been there some years uh, being pushed and bent, right? Uh, as whatever it is, is traveling up this way in a hurry, right? Uh, toward you. Okay. Uh, and that's that's probably what that figure was pointing at, right? That you're in danger mm-hmm. because here something comes. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. You're not far from the mill house. Uh, you know, from the bridge, uh, the mill house is steps from the bridge, uh, kind of built into the hill um, because there's hills and then there's more forest beyond this side of the river. What do you want to do? Uh, and I think at that point, you also start to see uh, those figures kind of fade back into the forest, right? After one of them kind of gets scolded for pointing out something was coming, right? Mm-hmm. You get the impression they weren't supposed to give you that clue, right? The other person with the cane was like, ooh, no, mm-hmm. right? What do you want to do? So whatever's coming is coming from the West and it's coming fast, right? Um, and it... It's coming out of the tree line. Okay. Uh, at some point, it's going to be on the shoreline, right, where you folks are, right? Um, but you have this hilly section, and the manor house is here in this hilly section. Um, but the folks that were, uh, the figures that were in the tree line on the other side of the river, like I said, they headed, retreated south back into the forest. Okay. Leaving you and the elves with whatever's coming out of the tree line on the north side. Mm-hmm. So that thing is on the same side of the river oh as you are. Uh, it hasn't broken through the tree line yet, but you know whatever it is can move uh, not small, not trivial trees as it's hidden this way. I think we'd go ahead and... and Run? <laughs> no, I feel like we'd stop and hide. If they're that right. big, they're probably like they're probably not really paying attention too much what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do, like it would be kind of like one of those moments where you see a giant's eyeball in the in the manner type of thing. Right. Uh, so I think that we all go and and hide in 
um, close to the manor. Close to the manor? Okay. Yeah. I don't think we were inside because I don't think, uh, just in case we had to run, right. we would know, want to know all our exits. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, hiding. Everybody hiding. Yeah, in the hills. In the hills. Um, let's say you're still singing your threen of Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, this game has some pretty cool rules if you've been in, in role-playing games long enough. There's some things that are pain in the butt, uh, like making the same test over and over and over again, right? Back to back. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing in here called let it ride, which means once you make a test, unless the situation has changed, uh, you let whatever the results of that test dictate all the other circumstances that, that come after that. Okay. Uh, one could argue our circumstances are different, uh, but it's our first game. It's our pilot show. Uh, so I'm going to say the three of Chameleon is still good. So you're going to roll your stealthy test. You're going to add that extra die in like you did before. Okay. Uh, so three. Mm-hmm. So four. Yeah. So four. I will take these two out of the way. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be an opposed test. Uh, whatever this is, is trying to find you, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you, yeah, you are the target. So what you want to do is you want to roll more successes than what I roll, right? Okay. Uh, I've got five dice. You're rolling how many dice? Four. And all you want is more successes than I have. Yeah. So here's the other thing. Sorry. Burning Wheel is a little bit different in that we talk about our intent, what we want, right? Yes. Especially when we're rolling opposed to each other, right? So if I win, right, I get... Uh, Vina and the baby kind of trapped away from everybody else, right? Okay. Whatever this thing is, and I will tell you what this thing is. Cool. But it kind of has found the two of you, and you kind of, uh, there's some distance between you and the other elves. Okay. Right? That's what I get if I win. What do you get if you win? A pass to be undiscovered. Nice. So this thing can't find anybody and has to move on. Yep. Gotcha. That's fair. Okay. All right. Ready? Yes. No. I have two. I have one. All right. And you've got no sixes. All right. So, uh, yes, I think uh, the other two elves, because they're not carrying uh, a prince, they're not carrying a baby, right? Uh, They get to some good spots where they can hide and be defensive. So maybe they're a little higher up in the hills and you're a little lower hanging fruit, right? And... This thing that comes barreling out of the brush uh, is the size of a bear. And at first you think it's a bear, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's big, it's huge, like like bears are, right? Uh, but what's jacked up about this bear is it's got an owl's head on it, right? So folks at home are laughing because they know that this is an owl bear, which is a thing in D&D, right? I will show you a picture of it later. Uh, but that's what comes crashing out of um, the tree line, and it's running uh, towards you in the hilly section of this of uh, the shoreline. And so I think it's kind of got you pinned, uh, maybe at an incline. You guys didn't get up that incline enough, but you got behind and around some rocks, right? And it's it's discovered you and the young the young prince. What's the prince's name? Seeker. Seeker. Yes. What do you want to do? I think that I want. To so I think that um, they're kind of going extinct. We're gonna say mm-hmm. 
and that they weren't sent by anybody, but their land is impeded on because of not only the humans, but because of also like my, my cousin and her husband. Or right. Um, and I'm going to say that I can see it's hurt in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And I have knowledge on how to heal it. All right. All right. Uh, but it's agitated. But it's agitated, right? It's and agitated. You, so you want to try to soothe it. Yes. Right? Whatever it needs. So it could be hungry. Yes. And you want to feed it. Or it could be hurt, hurt. Yeah, I think it's hurt. And you want to physically, hurt. right? Okay, cool. So, so I think I'm going to do my lyric of healing. Right? So maybe, right? So I think first we're going to figure out what you know about the owlbear. Right? All right. And that's perfect because that leads into another mechanic of this game. And it's called Beginner's Luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you don't have a skill, right? But you want to check for it, right? Okay. And so uh, we're going to make up a skill, because you could do that in this game, called Owl Bear Wise, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have it, but you might in a minute, right? So what happens is we're going to use your, I think it's perception. For wises. Okay. Um, when we're doing beginner's luck, we double the obstacles. So usually when I say you need two successes, it will double and you need four. Okay. Right. But you use your root stat to, uh, oh, you'll use perception. Okay. Pretty sure it's perception for wises. Yeah, I'm not going to look it up. We're going to go with perception. If I'm wrong, I'll correct it later. Um, so you're going to roll your perception. Okay. And it is two. And so you are going to need four successes, right? Uh, to know that this is this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Right? Okay. And you have a way to, to fix it, to solve it, right? Uh, and this will let you do that if you succeed. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. I think if you fail, um, I think you know it's agitated. Uh, and I'm going to say that it's hungry. And nothing short of killing something fresh and eating it, right? Uh, that's what it wants to do. That's what you know if if you fail this test. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think if you succeed, then uh, what you say is true. It is physically hurt. And then that opens up the ability for you to soothe it, right? Okay. And, and, and mend it. So I can go? Yes, you can go. Oh, oh man. Yes. That sucks. All right. So It's a good thing for yeah, me. No, that is. That is a good thing. That's perfect. That's four successes. Uh, so how is it hurt? Tell me about that. How is it hurt? How do, how do you know it's hurt? And how 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 is it hurt? So I think it stumbled across... I believe it stumbled across... Uh, wait, it's on the same side. So that doesn't make sense. Right. Okay, hold on. So I like agitated. Okay, uh-huh. okay so we're kind of closer to the human side. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... That humans aren't really aren't nice really to, used to yeah, knowing yeah. Uh, any of the creatures that are at a at a point in the in the forest, and so it kind of went too far into the human lands, and it got a spear in its side. All right, all right. Uh, and so maybe it's being defensive, right? Yes, very right, defensive. Gotcha, gotcha. Like basically, it's got a huge ass thorn right. <laughs> in its side. <laughs> it's like help me. <laughs> All right, gotcha. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, and so now you want to try to help it, yes. mend it, yes. uh, heal it. Because it seems like it would be a good ally to have on our team by being able to protect us. Because if it's able to screw us mm-hmm. up as elves, I'm sure it can screw up whatever, you know, whoever the queen actually sent to. to. 
right. go do the right. job. I like it. Uh, all right, cool. Um, so we will test your mending skill. Oh, gosh. Right? Because that's what you wanted, right? Yeah. You wanted a mending test. Yeah. All right. Um, so let me also do this because I've been I've been slacking on this part. Uh, what we will do, and I will explain in another session, is for the tests we make, uh, we need to record how those tests were, right? Mm -hmm. So we know we made a stealthy test and that was successful because mm -hmm. as you record these, a certain number of these will make that score go up, okay. right? This is yeah, how you yeah. get better at things is by using them and you need a certain number of hard tests, difficulty tests, like you need a certain number of routine, difficult and challenging tests and then the score will go up, right? Okay. And so later on, I'll talk about how to figure those out on the fly because okay. when you get enough of those, it makes those scores go up. So if we end up playing three, four, five games, then it matters, right? Because you will begin to make decisions in the game based on, oh, I need one more test, right? If I get one more stealthy test, my stealth becomes a four. And then in the game, you're trying to figure out how do I get this other stealthy test in here. Right? right, okay. And so stuff like that will begin to happen. And now we're playing at a different level rather than just going through playing to find out. I'm playing to find out, but I'm also trying to get some things out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that will happen. So uh, so let's do this mending test. Okay. Uh, I think we know it's got a broken off spear in its side, like you said. Yep. Uh, I'm looking up mending so I can figure out what the obstacle is. Okay. Um, how, do you, how do you negotiate with it to let it let you tend to it i think because we obviously don't have the same language and and everything and like i don't know how how it's going to react i think i reenact a actually you said something of healing because mending is about things we said a lyric of healing lyric but... of healing. Go. No. no 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 that's probably right because uh mending is about things healing things uh uh, so I think that objects. I reenact, I think I reenact as if I got hurt, mm -hmm. as if I was, and then I have, you know, and then I, I don't know, kind of like, like a game of charades or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I was miming right. as if I was, uh, I was the owlbear and, um, you know, coming across me, if that makes sense. Like me kind of mimicking what it would look like if I was to help. Um, so like you know, pretend like I have something stuck in my side and then, you know, kind of like, aha, let me get it for you. you yeah, 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 no, I like um, it. So it kind of understands what I'm, you know, so I don't just go up to it and right, bite right. my head off. Right. Oh, this is going to be rough. Oh, no. Yes, I'm trying to figure out how do we get some... Oh, so I think... No, this is easy. So I think you start to sing the lyric of healing, okay. which is two dice. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and then I think the other elves pick up on what I'm doing, what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And so they try to help. I agree. Right. And so there's two of them. So you'll add two more dice, one for each elf okay. to your score. Right. Of two. Okay. Right. Let's see what you get. Okay. So, okay. So All right. yes. it's half and half. <laughs> yes. Half and half. So I would say uh, if this is important to you, right, because you don't, you have two successes and they're both sixes but you don't have enough right we should have laid then out the stakes ahead of time yes and that will let you roll two more dice yeah i'll do that all right so nice I just give that to you? yes okay. 
tornado. So you got two more, so that's four, uh-huh. right? So you roll one more because you got a six, right? All right, that's that's fantastic. That's five successes. So I did it this way because I didn't think you were going to make the roll uh, because the obstacle is the health of the creature. Uh-huh. And with two dice, I'm like, ooh, there's no way you're going to make that. Yeah. But she did, right? Cool. And so... Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, no, that was a good one. So right? do I get to put a plus? Uh, yes, and I think that's probably a difficult or challenging. And, uh, and so we'll look that up. Yeah, what happens is I think you begin to sing the lyric of healing. And I think the two elves that are with you uh, realize what you're doing and they begin to sing along with you, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think then um, maybe that puts the owl bear uh, in a peaceful state. Right. Uh, it starts to uh, its pain starts to ease. Uh, maybe you're able to pull the broken shaft out. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe the surface starts to heal a little bit. Right. It's at ease. It is at peace. Right. I got to say, uh, I was looking for a fight. This is not <laughs> what I was looking for with my owl bear. Right? luck. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I think then it is uh, pacified. Right. Mm-hmm. It's still a wild beast. It's still a wild animal. Right. Uh, I think it gives you guys time to go up to the mill and get away from it. Because I think at some point you know that it will return to its nest, rest or whatever, right? Um, it's not a threat anymore, but it may not. Well, it's, it's a wild animal. It may not ever be. It'll remember this, but it may not be domesticated, right? It may not yeah. be your pet, right? Yeah. I think I think it's a understanding that if there's ever a situation they see that I'm in trouble and they just happen to be in the area in the right. area You're summoned right yeah, yeah. Uh, then then they'll come to my aid instead of you know either walking away or or helping the other side right right no I like it I like it um, so I think our last scene is everyone finally making it to the manor right the mill mm-hmm. the mill house making your way up the hill, up the stairs that are kind of cut into the hill. And uh, at the door of the manor house, uh, I think uh, you can tell there are signs that there are folks living here, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Maybe maybe there are plants, uh, like a small kind of garden, kind of makeshift garden, out on the deck before you get to the front door. And that's not something you or the king has done. Uh, maybe it's swept and maybe there's a, some matting material down, right? Maybe there's some tools and things out there. So it looks like there are folks inhabiting the mill house right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, do you go in? Not yet. Not yet? Uh, what do you do? For, so you're at the top. So I feel I, I picture it's built into a hill. And you're walking up these stairs, and then you get to the deck, and you see these things. So you're on the deck, and then the door and the house is before you. Okay, so I think that the elves and I are kind of tempted by the food. Like, if we decide that there is a garden there. Yeah, there is a garden there. Okay, so there's a garden there, and I think that we're kind of debating whether we even touch the the food that's growing right because we don't know who planted it right. and what what the um precautions and what really the consequences would be if we were to touch and eat it mm-hmm. uh 
So I think for now we just kind of like go up to the house, mm-hmm. but, but as we're getting closer, we get more tempted by the food. <laughs> um, so I think that because I want to feed the young, the young prince and everything, we go ahead and, and pick out and then we get caught. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are picking through the garden? Yeah, we're picking through nice, the garden. Right, and right. it's got like my favorite, you know, vegetable. Yes. Like an an elvish <laughs> vegetable. Right. So so I think that kind of indi- indicates who is there. Right. And we're just not sure what part if they're who they're loyal to or right. if they're just like independent or 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 what, but it wasn't somebody that I had known to be there gotcha. for a while. Gotcha. Uh, so here's the surprise. Yeah. I think the door opens, yeah. right? And I think two humans come out. Oh, God. A male and a female. And they have, uh, actually, one has a crossbow out, and the other has, like, this long rifle, right? I think it's some type of flintlock, right? Uh, and they're both pointing these weapons at you and your group. And uh, the woman says, look, we don't want no trouble, right? Uh, just take what you got. And just head back down the stairs. And uh, there will be no fault uh, and no foul. And nobody has to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's our cliffhanger. That's where we leave it. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? What are your thoughts? This is fun so far. Yeah, this is fun yeah. so far? Um, I think I think there's a lot of things to think out. I think there's also... I, I'm, I'm very... I'm very... Stuck, I guess you could say, on the things that are happening back in the Elvish Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I think that I need to get away from that a little bit. I'm I'm excited with how it seems to have gone have gone so far, mm-hmm. and the kind of turns and twists that you have put into it. So I definitely like it. But I think that the one thing I need to start thinking about is like there's life around us that isn't just about the elf um, feud mm-hmm. that I'm having. Right. Uh, so I think I think that. For me to continue in a good spot, it would be it would be probably wise of me to think about not not just uh, you know that part, but the the whole whole map right. ending right. Uh, map, so I can kind of expand you know my thought process. Does that make sense? No, that does. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I will say, I will tell you, I will reveal behind the curtain. Some of this is intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have, I know kind of, like for today, some of the agendas. I don't have a plot. Right. So I couldn't have told you this is where we're going to end up. Right? Yeah. Um, when I sat down, I thought, uh, Tingu people, because I love Tingu people, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're friends. I don't know if they're enemies. Uh, I know they're watching and we'll see what happens, right? Right. And so that's what I did and we saw what happened, right? Mm-hmm. An owlbear. I'm like, I think the Tingu people think that the owlbear is some kind of demon woman sign and they're not going to do anything so they see how that plays out right mm-hmm. and i don't know right well i'm thinking that's a fight and then i will use the mechanics to show you how combat and fights work in the game right? yeah we didn't get that fight you took it a different way yeah right? which is fantastic right uh, i assumed it would be a fight but i wasn't pushing for one i'm like i'm just gonna put this owl bear out here and we see what you do with it right um that's the game right mm-hmm. my other thing is there is a whole nother world happening out here, and I'm bringing it in only because you're on the run. You're leaving the elven community that you were part of to protect the prince. Mm-hmm. So I want to know before we know what's back here, and right. we know they're coming, right. right? 
So, so what's from, in the spots that are blank? <laughs> right, right. So my thought is we can flesh that out where it's safe, where this is a new game to you. You don't know all the mechanics yet. You don't know all the stats yet. We can get familiar with that. And it's, it's safe for us. It's not safe for Vina because uh, it's it's the wilderness, right? Right. But it's safe for us because we can play and figure out what's out there because we don't know what's out there yet. Right. So that when home, these elves come, you... Uh, Ellie have a better command of what's on the sheet, how the stats work, how the mechanics work. You're in a better spot to decide, here's what I'm going to do with those folks that I know are bastards that are coming. Right? Yeah. Rather than bring them in right out of the gate. Right. And then, right. Uh, yeah, you get some of the other story plot to, right. to fill in what that will bring in later. Right. So, we, yeah, we know what that's about. And yeah. that can show up at any time. Right. Yeah. What we don't know is what's out here. And it's a brand new world. So my thought is we could take a session or two and figure out what Vina's about. Uh, what's her relationship with the Ghost King, right? We're going to find out what's her relationship with the prince. In my head, when we talked, the prince was older. So this is a whole new thing that it's way younger. Yeah. Right. I'm like, wow, that's fantastic. Because that's a lot of, I've been, yeah, I've been a father of two young children. Um, That's a lot of work. Yeah. Right? There's going to be so, a lot of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Complication. Right. Yes. And so, uh, uh, and now we have these humans on what we think is an elven matter, right? Mm -hmm. And so we'll see where that goes the next time we play, right? I, I have no idea. I just know they're there, right? Yeah. I know where they came from and I know what they want, right? I don't have anything else other than that, right? We'll play to figure out what, what Vina do, does with that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the game. I think by the time we get to our third or fourth session, then we start bringing in our home baggage, like, uh, who does the queen send? Does the uncle come? Does the queen come, right? Mm -hmm. um, what does that response look like, right? Um, and then you'll have enough, by then, playtime in to make decisions that work for you. You know you're, this is what I want to do, right? And I know what the risk is here, mm -hmm. and I'm cool with that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll do that. So the last thing we do here is... Uh, we talk about Artha, right? This is where we look at our beliefs uh, and figure out what we earned, right? Um, so let's read your first belief. With winter coming, I will safely get the prince to the manor. Um, do you feel like that's done? I don't know if it's 100% done, but I feel like I got in there. Right. So that's worth one fate point. So that's one of these. Right, so cool. on here somewhere is a place. Here it is. So you have two, right? You have three again now because you get one back. So I'll put three in there. Three right here? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we don't have instincts. We didn't fill those in. Um, we might talk about that before we play our second game and we'll okay. get some instincts in, right? Um we have uh, an award for traits. Um, uh, certainly, I would say you would get a fate point for right skill, right time, right? Mm -hmm. You avoided the combat by by reaching out and mending the uh, owlbear instead owlbear. of fighting it, right? Yeah. So I would give you another fate point for that. Okay. Right? Um. We have these things called persona points. When you embody the character, you get a persona point. This is our first game. We're feeling things out. 
don't right? really know who much who right. the character is too much. Too uh, we'll talk about Mold Breaker. That's too. I, I feel like I'm front loading a lot of things if we talk about Mold Breaker right now. Mm-hmm. There's personal goals. So if we got into the manor house and nobody was there, then we could call it yours, and then you would get a persona point, right? Because right. that goal is done, right? Mm-hmm. And we change it for the next game to something else. Uh, but there are people there, and we didn't really deal with that situation, so mm-hmm. we don't know if it's our manor house and safe. Or we got to we got to go find some other place. So we only got a fate for that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, workhorse and MVP will be hard. Normally, there's a group of people, and they decide who gets the workhorse point, right. who gets the MVP. But it's you and I, right? right? So I think we'll always talk about those, right? Uh, what I will do though is it's our first game. You don't have instincts. They could have earned you something, and uh, I think this turned out good. I think I like it, and so. Uh, I will say, uh, go ahead and give yourself a persona point. Okay. Uh, and then next game, we'll talk about what those do. Right? Okay. So we're getting some some mileage out of, um, one, we get to talk about what they do the next game. And uh, two, uh, I think if I think it kind of covers where we're short because we're taking our time getting into the game. Mm-hmm. Right? If we'd gone through, front-loaded everything, talked about everything, you would have three beliefs, you would have three instincts, and the possibility of getting paid for all of those. But we didn't go that far. And I don't want you to be short either. So I think this is... Yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. Point so. Cool. That was fun. Awesome. I like it. I do too. <laughs> uh, I, I think... Uh, I'm curious what happens with these humans. Me too. Uh, I would love to see the owl bear again. Me as well. <laughs> um, I don't know about the Tengu people, right? I don't, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, right? where they tie in just yet. Yeah. And so uh, what happens is I will be looking for an opportunity to work them back in. Yeah. Uh, that where they fit, right? I don't, because I don't have anything other than, and bird people are cool, so I'm going to add them in here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I don't know, right? It's, it's whatever we generate in the next session, right? Uh, and then we just keep playing from there, so. Uh, but that's Burning Wheels. You've learned this is the hub, right? Uh, you put together your pool. Uh, there's an obstacle. You know how to figure out how many successes you got, mm-hmm. right? And we're off and running. That's that's it. That's the hub. And from here, we usually tell people just go ahead and, and play from here. You've done open tests with the perception, right? Yep. You've done just regular tests. I say, here's the ob, and you know how many of those are. And we've done an opposed test where someone else is rolling against you, and we're just trying to see who's got more, right? Yeah. That's it after that. If it was a combat, it would come down to it. We'd be talking about, uh, here's what the owlbear has, right? And you'd be like, I have this, but my elves are going to help me because they're going to be doing this. And I'm like, that's cool. You get these extra dice for the elves helping, right? And then we talk about what is what do you want if you win? What does the owlbear get if it wins? And then we roll. We did that, right? We did yeah. a test like that. So It was good. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, that's everything. So uh, that's Burning Wheel. Yeah. Welcome to the family. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for the next round. <laughs> so no, that was pretty cool. I liked it. Me uh, too. You got you have any questions? Um any thoughts? Any highlights? Anything you want to talk about? No, I'm just really excited to see where it all goes. Because right. it's it there's a lot bigger story than we than we first initially talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm excited to see it unravel. Um if you had to go through and review your beliefs. Because uh, we'll we'll do that right mm-hmm. before we play again. Uh, usually at the top of the session, I'll be like, "Hey, let's go through review your beliefs, uh, update them before we play." Right? 
we could talk about your third belief if something tonight happened that made you think, uh, oh, I'm going to write a belief about that, right? Uh, it could be about the owl bear. Maybe you've got some thoughts about the owl bear or the Tengu people. Maybe you've got some thoughts there. Um, we haven't done a whole lot with... I, I think I will have one about about the Tengu people. Uh-huh. What do you think? Um, I believe that sooner or later they will play a bigger role. So I don't really know. I don't really know 100%. Mm-hmm. Any, any suggestions? Uh, so if you think that if that's your beginning, I think the Tengu people will play a bigger role. Um, what do you want to do about that? Right. Do you want to make friends with them? Do you want to I know? Think, yeah, I think I do want to make friends with them. I think, I think, but that's more of an instinct type of thing. What I was just thinking, which is, um, I always see a good network <laughs> of people. Uh-huh. Like I will always try to make someone a friend before a foe. All right, so that is an instinct, and you uh, you could write that down under instinct, is that I'll always uh, make someone a friend rather than the foe or something like that, right? But that doesn't preclude your... I know. Okay, having a belief about the the Tengu people. I think that still works. It could be that uh, something as simple as, you know, I think they are important or they will play a bigger role. I'll reach out to them, right? Um, It could be that simple. I'll reach out and make friends with yeah. the Taku people. And then that would be, that's your third belief. And then uh, somewhere in the next session to, to get paid for that, you got to do something there. You got to push that. If nothing sticks out, we can have another conversation. Maybe something will come up uh, for your first two beliefs, like protecting the prince. We still have to secure this manor house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or some other place for the winter, right? Because winter, uh, well, we've already seen the first snowfall, right? Well, maybe I make it a little bit more broader. <laughs> well, so the first part, I must protect a prince, is good, right? right. I think you're always swapping that second clause, right? Uh, either for something short-term, which is okay because I get you fate points. You yeah. want those. Or something bigger where it may take you a couple of sessions to get to, to get the persona point, right? Um there's some metagaming there. That's okay. Um, I will help you through that at the beginning, and then it'll click for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is about avenging the king. Yeah, the king. We didn't do anything with it this session, um, so we should talk about it next session. And that might be a longer term goal, but it's sitting there, so we have to figure out what can we do uh, to move it or get paid on it. So that it's just not empty for a long time. Does it make sense? Maybe I change it and say I will like I will work with the king, like to figure out the truth about ever all the all the things that went on. I don't know. So it could be I will avenge the king, but first I must get the truth from him. Yeah. Right? And you have access to his ghost. Right? Yeah, exactly. So maybe right. that is a little bit more uh, right. narrow. So, right. yeah, and that works. So, because uh, I don't know what the truth is, but apparently there's a truth there to be told. Yeah. And when we get there, we'll figure it out, right? We'll talk about it. And that may come down to a role, and we'll lay out the stakes. And the stakes might be if the king wins, right? Uh, he gives you some half baked story, right? He doesn't give you the whole thing, right? Right. Uh, but if you win, you know, you get all the truth and nothing but the truth, right? 
Yeah. Uh, or some variation of that. He might be like, hey, look, this ain't about me, right? Let it go. Uh, I need you to be focused on the kid, right? Something like that, right? But that's a good second belief. And that gives you something to do uh, next session. So now you, we secure the manor house, have this conversation with the king, and see if we can talk to the Tinko people. Uh-huh. And it's possible we get three persona points, or at least some variation of uh, fate and persona points, right? Yeah. Uh, we're getting paid on each one of those for something. And ideally, that's what you want to be shooting for is that. Right? I'm, I'm getting Arthur every session. Yeah. So. That's fun. Cool. Thank you for doing this. This was fun. Yeah. So. Can't wait for the next <laughs> Big mad love to my Patreon supporters. They help make Vina and the King of Nothing, the 211 show, and the Diceology podcast happen. Come on out and join my dream hustle at Patreon slash MadJ0, all letters. Let's make this our regular thing.